This is Stephen Dominguez from the Science Faction Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy. We were fucking mad tired, so we went back to the hotel and, you know, cuddled a little bit. The season seven and comic book men, y'all. And I'm Pouch, and we're currently in Newark Liberty Airport. Yes. Recording a podcast. Yeah, it's a little weird, and it's probably gonna sound like shit, but we just had to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you got big shoes to fill. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So why why are we in New Jersey? We found out there was like free hookers, so we came and we got like 80 hookers apiece. Yeah, here in New Jersey's got the best, like hookers, yeah. yeah. The, the most stretched, most fucked up pussies and hookers ever. Well, which one was your favorite? The Asian one. Asian one? Okay. Yeah, mine was Argentinian. Yeah, so we fucked each other in Jersey. <laughs> we came all the way to Jersey just to fuck each other. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ain't nothing um, wrong with that. <laughs> we just got to get away from everybody. Yeah. So we won't be judged. <laughs> no, we came here because... Um, it was a big ass event uh, at the Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Secret Stash, and then the birthday weekend of the one Kevin Smith. What is the Secret Stash for those that don't know? It is a comic book shop owned by Kevin Smith and run by the dudes to see at Comic Book Men. Comic Book Men, yeah. A big ass, a big ass show. No, it's it's the TV show on AMC. You'll see like four dudes on there. Two of them actually work in the show, and they actually physically run the store in real life, yeah. and they're friends of Kevin Smith. And, and a couple of them have been in almost all his movies. Yeah, and it's also the guys that do Tell Him Steve Dave. Also the guys who Tell Him Steve Dave. We're big fans Tell of their podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So there was a big-ass event they were doing. They called it the Jane Silent Bob 20th Anniversary... No, no, Jane Silent... The 20th Anniversary is Jane Silent Bob Secret Stash Bash. Bash, yes. Of 2017. So the goal was to get the most... Jane Silent Bob co- cosplayers to show up at the Secret Stash. In one to, setting, yeah. Yes, to see if we could break the record, the Guinness Book of Records. Guinness Book of yeah. Records. Which we, I think we had to go past 250. Yeah, if we did or not, I don't know. Can't well, say. We, can, we, we, we do know, but we can't we, say. Yeah, yeah. So signed, the show comes yeah we signed papers that says we're not allowed to say. So you may or may not see us on the on that episode. So if you really want to know the re- the result, just watch it on TV when it airs, season seven and comic book men, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pouch turns of Ming Chan. Ming Chan. So I, so yeah, we arrived. We were supposed to arrive in New Jersey Friday night. So the night before at, at midnight. midnight. And instead, our flight got delayed three three hours, hours, and we left Florida at midnight, and we arrived here at 3 a.m., and then we had to call an Uber, all that process, getting out of the airport, and we got to our hotel at 3.40, but the problem with the Secret Stash Bash event is that we were told we had to be there at 6 a.m., so after one hour of sleep, we wake up at 4.45 to get ready, and we head over to the stash. The missing key ingredient in that, in that explanation is that we had to dress up as Jay and Silent Bob. Yes. So we had to t- we had to take about at least like 45 minutes to get ready and put on our shit and, and stuff and then get in the Uber and then head over there while it was raining. Um, yeah. And you had to put on that sweet, sweet little fake beard you put on. Yeah, you have a picture of that? 
Uh, I think we do, yeah. It the picture like of you shit. in front of the stash. It looks like shit. It, it looks delicious. <laughs> I just grabbed a bunch of fucking mustaches and I put them together to make this really shitty beard yeah. on my face. It pretty much looked like he just glued a bunch of Tootsie Rolls to his face. Because <laughs> I can't grow a luscious ass beard the way Kevin Smith can. Whenever I grow anything, it looks like a patch of pubes on my chin, so I can't grow anything like that. Is it sexy? No. I mean, Asians don't necessarily grow Fu Manchus. I mean, don't, they don't. Asians don't necessarily grow beards. They usually just grow Fu Manchus, so yeah. Well, do, you, do you see yourself rocking a Fu Manchu in the future? No. Why not? No, it's too long, too fucking... What if you get, like, not super long, but just a little bit, like Old Man Russ, you know, you get a little shit? No, that's too much even. Yeah? I'd rather, like, I would love, like, a neck beard. Like, that's not as high maintenance as a Fu Manchu, you know? Yeah. Um, but what are you going to do? I can't... Asians don't grow shit like that usually. But if you start buying some sort of, like, Rogaine products or something, just rubbing it on your face? It'd probably be itchy as fuck. Why? Yeah. I don't know. What um, if you get, like, one of those really, really expensive fake hair beards and then just wear it, like, all the time? No, that's not worth no? it. No? No, it's not worth it at all. All right, let's get back to what we're talking so about. So we, 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 we're late. We were late. We got there, like, 6.30-something. I think we got 6.25 or something. And like they were in line, and it was a relatively long line, but, like, they hadn't even started yet. So even though there was fair warning of be there at 6 a.m., they didn't start yet. Yeah, we really, like, stood in line from 6.30 all the way to about 9 or 9 30 yeah. when, when the line finally started, started going moving. through and the guy from the guinness book of world records started like counting everyone and making sure everyone's yeah. cosplay was on point yeah and if we fucking would have known we would have slept yeah, a little bit because because oh, pretty much that night we slept whatever we slept on the plane which for me was no no more than an hour yeah. and then we slept one hour one at the hour hotel at the hotel so we were on like very very little sleep but whatever, we were there, we were waiting in line for about three fucking hours. But thankfully, like, the crew was pretty accommodating. They were giving out water bottles, and if your costume wasn't quite right, they were giving out free Jane Silent Bob Strike Back costumes and shit yeah. like that. You got a, you got a nice Halloween coat. Custom. Yeah, but yeah. No, not, not, not nice, but it looks like it looks like the Silent Bob coat. It just needs to be sewed up because it has tears already. It's very easily terrible. At least you got a nice souvenir from yeah, it. Yeah, I did. You know. I got a nice souvenir from it. They were like literal like Halloween costumes, like officially made Halloween costumes and yeah. shit like that. You can buy it like Party City or some shit like that. I've never season. seen them, so I didn't know yeah. it was like a thing they sold. Me neither. But, um, and after we waited about three hours, they finally started calling everyone yeah. into a section of area where all the cosplayers are supposed to be at. Wait, yeah. wait, you missed the pack, you missed the part when Kevin came out to try oh, to greet right. most of us yeah. and he gave us donuts. Well, Malcolm supplied the donuts. He was just like, you know, hosting the donuts. I think, I think he was just holding them. Yeah. I don't know if he went uh, to buy them. Mal- no, he didn't buy them, but Malcolm Ingram was like there holding the donuts. Malcolm Ingram, for those who don't know, is a really good buddy of Kevin Smith and is a, do- is a documentarian slash uh, director. Yeah. He did Drawing Flies. And what else did he do? Drawing Flies. Tell lights fade, uh, small tongue gay, gay bar, bar, and I know he did one Bear more. Bear Nation. Bear Nation. So yeah, he's a, he's a he's a relatively prolific filmmaker. Yeah. He's um so he's a good friend of Kevin's. He was just holding. He was just basically the bodyguard slash chauffeur for Kevin that weekend. Yeah, and uh, so Kevin rolled up and yeah. gave every single one, every person in line he that get he to could, yeah, a donut, a donut, yeah. and. It was cool, you was know. Cool. He walked by everyone, yeah, chat, chatted up it. a little bit. He was like, "Hey, if you want to take a picture, take it real quick. Yeah. I'm behind you." Yeah, you know. That was really cool. So after that, like another hour went by, and we finally started getting into this sectioned-off um, part of the street in front of the secret stash yeah. uh, for us to hold to hold the the cosplayers in. And there, we just kind of like chit-chatted, waited around for another hour as Muse desperately tried to like 
uh, entertain the crowd and shit yeah, like that. We, Jason we, Mewes was there. We may get him, Steve Dave, from uh, Tom Steve Dave. Yeah, he was actually, like, I don't like that guy because I think he's a know-it-all asshole, but, like, he's actually pretty cool in real life. He's autistic as fuck, but, you know, yeah, we already no, he's, he's a cool guy in person, Yeah, man. He's, he's a cool guy. guy. He's, he's self-deprecating, he's funny, he's, and he's very nice. He's accommodating to any listeners and shit like that. Yeah. And we were just, like, just chatting, and the next, you know, the, the comic book men themselves came out, and they and they dressed up as Jay and Bob. Ming wore the, uh, the Silent Bob uh, costume, and he was way too small for it, so he looked like a hobo, as fucking Bri Johnson called him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, the coat. He was dragging the coat. Yeah, he was, was dragging. That's how short he was. Yeah. Um, or maybe, I think they also, like, on top of him being short, I think they didn't have a, a small, small size. Yeah. So he had to wear, like, a large. I think the mediums were gone, I guess. Because yeah. they did have mediums. Yeah, but a lot of people in the yeah. line were getting mediums. Yeah. Um, so we were there. We were in there for a, about an hour, and then uh, with Jay trying so hard to entertain people, and then eventually Kevin came out, did a little spiel, and then he's like, he's like, okay, so we gotta be inside this pen for five minutes, as directed by the Guinness dudes, and then they'll make the official count. And then he came out into the crowd in Silent Bob costume with Jay in Jay costume, and they took a few pictures before they went back up to the stage, and uh, and they made the official announcement, and then. Um, this was this is this is not spoilers. This was announced that the mayor of uh, Red Bank uh, gave presented him uh, with the key to the city and declared August fifth Kevin Smith Day. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Three days after his birthday. Three days after his birthday. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a birthday weekend. You don't always celebrate your birthday on, on the, the weekday, you know. Yeah. No, no, but it, it's good. It's good. And um, now he can celebrate from his birthday all the way to the fifth. To the fifth, year. yeah, for Kevin Smith Day. Um, yeah. And then I had a very awkward encounter with Jen Schwalbeck, his wife. I was trying to do, I was trying to talk to her and meet her because she's really cool and I liked her. And on that podcast, they called Plus One. But uh, there was an awkward conversation. It was an awkward moment, and I, I'm like, I regret it. But you know, we recorded a Milky's way, so you can watch that shit and maybe listen to it there. I don't want to repeat it here. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we got to talk to comic book men who, yeah. like Pouch said, they came out dressed as Jane Silent Bob. They were cool. Walt was uh, cool as always. Brian Johnson dresses uh, Silent Bob, of yeah. course. Ming Chen dressed in Silent Bob and Mike Zapsik and Walt planning entrances really really annoyed Jay's yeah <laughs> yeah well we saw Walt drive uh, drive in park and um and walk into to the stash from the back and he looked fucking miserable yeah. it was like 7am he just looked like he wanted to shoot somebody yeah. but you know he was he was still pleasant he tried his hardest to um, to be that CBM Walt, the one that you see on TV all the time, the smiley, fake, happy Walt. Yeah, that was my favorite thing, seeing <laughs> comic book men Walt. Because Walt Flanning is completely different in the show comic book men as he is in Tom Steve Dave. Yeah. Same thing with, um, <clears throat> same thing with Brian Quinn and him in Impractical Jokers. Oh, yeah, he's a completely different person. Yeah. That's more, way more obvious, though, I think. Yeah, because he's all, like, goody two-shoes yeah. type of dude, you know. He's such a nice dude on the show, but he's such an asshole in the, on the <laughs> he pod. He is not an asshole. He can be an asshole, you know that. But he's not. Yeah, he's not, but he can be an asshole on the pod. Yeah. Um, but that was really cool. And then, like, uh, after they made the official count, they made the announcement of whether or not the record was broken. Uh, they, they finally opened up the street because they only had it closed off until 11 a.m. in the morning. And then um, everyone waited in line to get a selfie with Jay and Bob, which unfortunately they, uh, I, we didn't get one because uh, they stopped for a moment. Um, Sound Bob, <laughs> Kevin had some shit to do in the stash. Yeah. He, I guess he had to film stuff. And they had to they had to uh, open up the road because yeah, yeah. the, the, the was Broad Street got closed down. Yeah, I just said that. that. 
Oh, yeah. I just said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had to open up the road because they only had it until 11 a.m. So they had to open up the road, and Kevin went to do went type to film some shit, and Jay just took off his costume and started playing with his drone. Yeah, Love that yeah, dude. Yeah. He makes me so happy. He's such a man shot. It makes me so happy. Yeah, and way way later, Kevin actually did come yeah. come out and took pictures with everyone. But we waited in line for like 20 minutes. Realized he wasn't he wasn't taking any more selfies. So we just we just said fuck it. We went to Reedy's, that sandwich shop, like two two stores down to eat food. We were hungry. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> he was there, but we just didn't want to line up. We were like in lack of sleep, so. Yeah. Uh, no, no. When we left, he wasn't there. No, when we when we went back. When we went back, he was back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but that was like a, that was like an hour later or some shit yeah, like half that. Hour yeah, later. yeah. Because after we ate, we went back to the secret stash. Yeah. Spent way too much money. No, but we were in the secret stash for about a half hour, and he was there for like twenty minutes filming something yeah. in the stash. So, so like it was about an hour before he went back out to the to the to the to the fucking crowd. Yeah. But yeah, we spent a lot. Of, well, I spent a, a decent amount of money. You spent a little bit more money than me. Yeah. At the stash, <laughs> it was nice and oh shit yeah if you're a big TSD fan like it was such a cool moment when um so um so milky walks up to the cash register uh get him is, is is checking everybody out with walt and he starts talking shit to get him <laughs> making fun of him and shit like that and i wasn't and making fun it was making fun a little bit of him i was um, saying i liked him talking trash a little bit and shit and then um and then uh, what's it called? Uh, and then Walt starts laughing because you made a joke. And he goes, "I like that." And next, you know, he's like, "You got felt." And he's like, and "Milky's like, no, I didn't get any felt." And he's like, "Okay, I got you." And if if you're a big TSD fan, you know what that means. Um, they record on a poker table, and the poker table is uh, it has felt on it, like felt to for you for you to put your cards on. And uh, not too long ago, maybe like a year ago, they reupholstered the entire thing. And instead of throwing away all that felt, they decided to cut up in little squares and give it out in yeah. a limited run for their Vinyl Cast Two release. And like only special ants got it. And we're and like suddenly he gave um, he was about to give Milky a felt. And as he was going in through his files to get one, I happened to just ask him like, "Hey, Walt." You got any TSD merch? It wasn't intentional, I promise you. I didn't even know that was what was happening. I just asked him, you know. He goes, no, I'm sorry. And then, you know, he hands me a felt. And, like, I had that moment where, you know, I had an old face that, like, Chris Pratt had in fucking Parks and Recreation, yeah. you know. Like, I was like, oh, I gasped. I was so fucking happy that My I got My favorite felt. thing is that you walked away holding it close to your chest. <laughs> and you hid behind one of the bookshelves. And you like, <laughs> I was swooning. I was so happy we, we got felt, man. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, that was definitely cool. I wasn't, was I wasn't so expecting cool. it. To I be honest, I didn't even know he had any more. Yeah, me so. neither. I didn't know we had. I, I was just. I just wanted you to do to summon Baron von Flanagan. No one knew the fucking incantation. Yeah, I couldn't you know? remember it correctly. So, but whatever. It was cool. He's such a cool dude. Despite the fact that you know he's so tired from waking up that early, he was such a cool dude. You know. Okay, we spent some money. We left the stash, and we checked to see if Kevin was back in line. He was. He was dealing with the entire line, and. Who knows how long that took, but we were fucking mad tired, so we went back to the hotel and, you know, cuddled a little bit. <laughs> uh, a little a little more than a little bit. Shit. I dropped my balls in them. Yeah, it was in pretty, me? Yeah. Where? Where in me? Everywhere. Okay. Yeah, it was Every awesome. orifice. Yeah, it was, it was a little, little mandate. <laughs> so, yeah, we just went back to the hotel and took a nap. Yeah. That was supposed to be one hour, but it ended up being like two hours. Yeah. Or at least for me. Yeah, I had to wake your ass up. You wouldn't wake up. Dude, I was knocked the you fuck out. Knock I, we, the were, fuck we, out. we had slept two hours yeah, in the last... two hours. Because the, the day before we flew, I went to work, and I woke up early. Woke up, like, at 7 a.m., and then I didn't, you know, I didn't sleep that night, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, we were pretty tired, but, like, you were in a deep fucking coma. Like, your alarm went off twice, and you turned it off each time. And after, the, I said, after a while, I'm like, I should get up, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's not waking up, so... 
I got ready and I just kept yelling at him and clapping like, wake up, wake up, wake up. I was close to just calling Paco and be like, how do you wake this guy up? Yeah, well, normally I wake up because normally I have yeah. at least six hours of sleep. And if you I have five or six hours, I'm good. You did but not that day I up. didn't. And did not wake it's, up. It's crazy that when you... When you woke me up, I, I woke up thinking it was the next morning. Like, I was getting ready to, like, fly out or some shit. Like, I thought I slept the whole day and night. So bad it was. So we got up, and then um, we uh, we took an Uber to the quick stop, the legendary yes. quick stop, where Clerks was filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just sat around, recorded a bit of Milky's Way, right? Yeah, yeah we recorded video. a bit of Mil- for Milky's Way. It was pretty cool. Um, like there was obviously a lot of other people there who were in in town for the stash bash. They were just going to the stat, going to the fucking quick stop just because it's the quick stop. Yeah. It's like a pilgrimage for a Kevin Smith fans to at least go. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love I love looking at it every time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, then after that, we went to a special screening of uh, this biopic called Shooting Clerks. It's um, a couple of fans decided to. Uh, to make you think it's his first feature length movie yeah they have made a bunch of yeah, like uh, small cast related shorts prior uh-huh. but this is the first feature length feature length movie they, they did an indiegogo to help him raise some mm-hmm. money to be able to make it because there's there's some like scottish dudes I yeah. think. so at least european because i know some of them are english yeah and some of them are american some yeah, people that some helped out american, but yeah. you know this is the project that it all started from some scottish dude yeah. like just making shorts over yeah, there because you're such a big fan of kevin yeah and then people reached out and yeah. he found a crew you know yeah. they got together and they made this fucking movie they made this fucking movie as you would imagine as the title suggests it's basically about the making of clerks um you know it's a little bit dramatized but like overall it's fairly accurate and it's really funny and yeah. um you know it was actually like you can tell it's indie as fuck like you can there are moments where i'm just like yeah that's that would have never happened in a real yeah. like uh, hollywood production but like it's charming and it's cool that they did it all together you know yeah, like it's, it's still unfinished because there's some yeah. things they needed to like yeah. uh, clean up real quick yeah. but it's it, it, i liked it a lot more yeah. than i thought yeah it would. i agree i agree uh the some some of the actors in there i thought were actually really, really fucking good, yeah. good. The guy that played Kevin was good. The guy that played Muse was the guy on that played Muse fucking was on point. Fire. He had great comedic timing and everything. You know, the dude was perfect. The guy playing Brian O'Holler was on fucking point. Like, he had his impression completely down in how he acted in Clerks. Yeah. But um, overall, like, it was... You know, it's indie as fuck, but I, I really liked it. I liked that he got, he managed to get this shit together. And I can imagine yeah. how tough it was because that's so many shooting locations. And he had to end up employing a bunch of green screen and, and like, very, like, um, very strategic cuts to get me to make it look like these people in the same room when they weren't. Yeah, and the, there was a lot of uh, recreating... Um what do you call this? Recreating sets from the yeah. original clerks yeah. and all these things that they needed to do in yeah. order to shoot overseas. And yeah. So it, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 lo- I love Hold it. On. Yeah. I'm going to wait for them to pass by. It got more crowded. It's just, I think a flight just arrived. Oh, okay. Okay, what right. So, like, I like the fact that we got to see it with yeah. Kevin Smith, with yeah. Jason Mewes, with, like, all the comic book men, with... Uh, uh, the original cast members of the Clerks uh, movie. Yeah, yeah there was uh, the Chulis gum representative. Scott Schiaffo. Scott Schiaffo was there. Uh, Brian Holland, who played Dante, was there. Yeah. Uh, the guy that played the contractor was there. The guy that played so that obscure fucking character. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Bellicose was there. Ernie Mike O'Donnell was there. And uh, Vinny Pereira was there. Vinny Pereira was there. He was essential in the in the filming of it. And um, 
he was essential to getting Kevin to want to be a filmmaker. I would there was say. another character in there that, that, that another cast member in there named Betsy. She played a really, really like tiny role, like one two minute scene. Her name, and I don't. I, I looked it up. Who did she play? Did she play a little girl? I think she played the little girl. Uh, no, 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 no. Or, or the lady that had the kid and she was trying to order a happy scrappy hero club. Probably that one. I don't remember. Yeah. I need to look it up again. But like, she was in, she was such a non like a, like like barely a character that like you, I didn't remember who she was. Yeah, and I felt a little bad. Me neither. Because like because because I, I asked Mike Bellicles for a signature on my Clerks Sex DVD and, and right next to her to him was Betsy and I completely ignored her. Like I had no, no idea. Oh, I who didn't she know was. that was her. Yeah. yeah, that was her. That was her. Like I, the. I don't even know who Betsy is. I'm still not sure. So. Her buddy like. Um, Ryan Posen was sitting there like, yo. <laughs> Who's Ryan Posen? <laughs> okay, there's an, there's a comedian named Ryan Posen, but we didn't meet him. It was some Uber fan that um, that was there. He was and he wasn't Uber. He wasn't an Uber fan like we were. He was just like a little obsessive. He was desperate to get a signature from Kevin to the point where he was almost stalking him. Um, but yeah, he was there and he was a little awkward. But like he, he's the one that informed me, like, "Yo, that's Betsy. You gonna get a signature?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." He was cool. I liked him. He was cool, but yeah. like he was a little obsessive. And uh, there was, um, like, what I liked the most is the fact that Kevin Smith was seeing it for the first yeah. time, and he had like yeah, yeah. a really big reaction. And he was for crying. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He cried. He bawled a little bit. Like, he, he told a few funny anecdotes, and he was he just hugged the fuck out of out of the writer director because he was just so touched that anybody made a movie about him like yeah. that it was cool it was yeah and cool. they they um fuck what was, it, what was i gonna say they they filmed the the screening for comic book man as yeah, well yeah so we may be in that one too <laughs> yeah we may be in two episodes like you know in the background or something of comic book man so we'll, we'll see how this works out hopefully i don't i don't look like um got job of the hut job of the hut in a son and bob costume for the first one yeah and job of the hut in a batman shirt <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Is this the same shirt that you're wearing right now? You wore it to the screen? No, I wore the Dark Knight Returns shirt. Uh, what does it matter what people. Yeah, I don't the, think people give a shit what the, shirt I was the wearing. The one that looks like your Batman's head? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's I like it's that shirt. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I don't know. All, all in all, it was a great weekend. Do you think yeah. it was it was worth it traveling all the way from South Florida for this? Yeah, I'm just broke for a while. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. broke? A little bit, a little bit. Like, I wasn't anticipating to spend that much money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, a little, it was a little tough, but, like, I'm sure I'll be okay. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, it's just irresponsible um, use of money, as usual. Yeah, um, yeah it was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I always like coming up here to Jersey yeah. to visit the stash, seeing, you know, all these people. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, like, it's just... I, so, for some reason, like, I was so damn starstruck to see Ernie O'Donnell who's in the movie for like two minutes, you know? Yeah, he played the trainer that yeah. shows up. Rick Darris. Rick Darris and starts uh, telling uh, Dante, Dante that, yeah. that he needs to exercise and yeah. that he's even struggling with the milk, you yeah, know? Yeah, the fucking gallon of milk. Yeah. I mean, he was in other movies, but like, that was the biggest role, I think. Because he was in Chasing Amy in the hockey sh- during the hockey scene when they were breaking up. Yeah. Uh, Hoden and Alyssa were breaking up, but I think that's it, right? Was he I, in Jane Bob Strike Back? I think he was probably one of the people walking out watching the movie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, he, I don't remember him having any huge role, yeah, you know. in any other movie. <laughs> yeah. I know Dante shows up in all of them as a small character. Well, as a Hicks member, you know. Yeah, yeah As Hicks a Hicks family. of the family, yeah. Grant Hicks, Gil Hicks, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's always around. He's cool. Yeah. We meet him all the time. He was there. He was an associate producer on the 
on the, the screening of um, uh, he was associate producer and shooting clerks and he was there at the screening yeah. the dudes that um, the dudes that made the movie like they're really nice guys like, yeah they're cool dudes yeah we, we needed a silver sharpie we were desperately looking for a silver sharpie because um, we wanted people to sign our clerks exes and I asked them and they're like yeah go ahead and I took it and they're like yeah go ahead like they literally didn't care it was their silver sharpie that they needed and they didn't give a fuck you know it was really yeah. cool and, would you say you probably pick up this movie when it comes out yeah probably I haven't decided yet but I, I did like it i was surprised by how much i liked it yeah me too and like but like it is very very amateurish but like it's 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 great that they like again like i repeat it again like it's great that they could get it done you know like you can tell they had a lot of obstacles in production and shit like that and it's awesome that it was finally finished and made and like overall i love i love the way he wrapped it up the dialogue could be awkward at times but overall like the writing was very decent and again at the very end the way he wrapped all of what happened in the movie up in one fucking line fantastic i was so i love the way you did that so yeah, the, the like, writing was good the writing was pretty yeah. fucking good so. so i was like you know what this is a really good movie i really wasn't anticipating it was going to be that good because they did a short called get greedo that was too over dramatized and i really didn't yeah. like it so yeah but i think the short was only that guy the scottish dude and yeah. the the other all part of the um <clears throat> cast and crew were part of the original short yeah so, so, you know, this one, they brought in a producer, they brought in a lot of people, so. So, yeah, it was really good, and again, like, we were just, like, we got to meet some of the few, like, really original cast members or clerks that you would never see, like, at a convention circuit and shit like this, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, because there's people that just stay, like, if, if they go to conventions, they'll go to, like, local ones. Yeah, orders. they live in Jersey, and they don't really, they don't really make a career out of, like, traveling and shit like no, that. No, they have their own careers outside yeah. of film, doing other things. Like so. Ernie O'Donnell, Mike Bellicles, they don't travel. Yeah, Scott Schiaffo might travel, but yeah, but not fr- not far. Yeah. Like he'll be around around the northeast area. Yeah, know. so it was cool to meet them, and they were there, and that was nice. And uh, again, like seeing Kevin's reaction, how how like deeply moved he was, and seeing the seeing Walt Walt prayed in with the fucking with jeans on, looking miserable as all fuck, was kind of fun too. Yeah, <laughs> he always seems a. You know, he's not a very social guy. He's not, and then, like, he just woke up at 7 a.m. that morning, and he has to go to his premiere at at 9 o'clock at night and shit like this. So he was like, I just want to go home and draw or watch fucking Columbo. But he tries, you know? He tries, he tries, you know? I'm not complaining. I I, I still love him regardless of how he is, you know? Yeah. He's not as cool as Ming, but he's up there. Fuck you, Ming. Why do you hate Ming, right? We were even talking about him See, this is what happened. At the end of the fucking movie, when they did the Q&A, he went up there and pushed everybody off stage. was like, this is my movie. That is not what That's happened. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> that didn't happen guy. at all. They called everyone who had a cameo in the movie, and Ming was one of them, so he walked up to the and stage. And he grabbed the mic. There was no did, mic. Because he created a mic. He kind of magicked it into existence. And was like, you know what? This is my movie now. This is my movie. Pouch's hate, like hatred for Ming is, non-st- is unstoppable. And like, he kept gonna- talking about how like, if he had made this movie, he would have cast himself in every role. Yeah, okay, none of this happened, but <laughs> you could tell how much Pouch hates other Asian people. God damn it, I hate Ming. He's such an asshole, but of course... Ming is cool. He saw Milky and was like, I love you, bro. Let me take you home to my wife and kids. He didn't say that, He but did say it, yeah. He's like, yo, I want you to meet Debbie Chen. You know, you're going to be my new Debbie Chen, my second it, Debbie Chen. And he was like, psych? Why would I even go see her? He loves, yeah. He's like, I'm going to take you on the road with me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> This is Ming Chang that you say he sounds like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you coming with me, brother? I fucking hate Ming. He's such an asshole. Uh, he's great. I don't like that dude. But um, overall, it was a fun weekend. I'm kind of tired. We had breakfast this morning. For I don't know why I'm telling you that. 
Yeah, it was, it wasn't really a weekend as it was a, a full day of doing a lot it of crap. It was a lot of shit. By the end of the night, I was like, that felt like two days. Yeah, it did. Especially because of that nap in the middle. It yeah. made it feel like two days for sure. Two separate days and how, you know, we were up for like eight hours. We went to sleep and we were up again for another eight hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool though. Yeah, I enjoyed it and uh, I'm, you know, more than happy to come back and do this another time. I got felt. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably one of the coolest things yeah. for a Tom Steve Day fan, and just meeting, meeting the guys, you know. It just sucks that we haven't made, uh, haven't met uh, Brian Quinn from yeah. Practical Jokers yet, but like we will eventually. Like, weekends, he decided not to be there, and he took the Prussian Kissing Devil home and everything. Yeah. That was sucks. That, we, that sucked that we couldn't see it, you know? Oh, well. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have given me five bucks. Yeah, would you? Yeah. What would you have wished for? I would wish for Ming Chen to take you home. No, I would wish for uh, Pouch and Ming Chen to uh, reconcile their differences. Fuck that dude, he's an asshole. <laughs> dude is great. <laughs> All right, um, I mean, closing thoughts. Uh, no, I just loved it, and I'll come back, you know. And we have another Kevin Smith uh, event in September. Except, and then I have one the week afterwards. Oh yeah, because yeah, you're, go, you're going up to I'm going up to Nashville, Nashville to see him do an evening with. Yeah, and we're going to see him. Uh, West Palm on a Thursday and then Saturday in Orlando with for Ralph Hollywood Garman. Babylon. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. All right. So anything, and everything we talked about, you can find at droploads.com and you can follow us on Twitter at droploadsbc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/droploadspodcast or by searching Droploads Productions on Facebook. You can please follow me on Instagram at droploads and check out our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com/slash/droploadsp. That's droploads and the letter P. We have uh, videos every week going up. Please go check them out. Every day, Monday through Friday, and we just put up our Jason Muse interview. That was fucking awesome. Check that out. It's a special What the Con on, on the episode five, I think. Yes. Episode five. It's a special, really, really great interview with the, the, the great Jason Muse. I love that dude to death. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, please don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. It's a great network of podcasts run by the dudes at Pure BS Podcast. Um, also, please don't forget to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network. You can donate a few shillings. It really, really helps us out. Uh, we're on two internet radio stations. The first one's the mix talk you can find that at themix.fm we'll play it at tuesdays at 12 p.m central 1 p.m eastern we're also on cornucopia radio it's u-r-n-u-c-o-p-i-a hyphen radio at co the uk we played randomly once throughout the week so hopefully one day you just happen to tune and listen to us and please 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 don't forget to check out our only premium episode of dropping notes so far called the don francisco promise historia which you can find at dropping for the low low price of a dollar fitty a dollar fifty, and it's a great, great episode. John's finest hour on the on the show thus far. And again, check out the YouTube. Lots of videos going up. Um, I think you're gonna do a Milky's way on this trip to Jersey, so you can see what we saw. Yes, probably. So, all right, check that out. Until next time. We love dropping loads. And we love Jersey. And you hid behind one of the bookshelves. And <laughs> if you like stand-up comedy, sports, entertainment, interviews with guests, things you talk about with your boys in the man cave, then tune into the Man Cave Chronicles podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and Pocket Cast.